welcome to another episode of Rewired Podcast. I'm Kelly, and we don't have Bailey here today because Bailey just had a brand new, beautiful baby boy. So we're mixing it up a little bit, and uh, I'll be hosting. And I'm very excited because we have a guest today, and that is Dan Metcalf. If you have followed us on Instagram or Twitter, you have seen some of the portraits that Dan has done for us of our favorite characters from The Wire, and they're so incredible. Dan, I'm really uh, grateful for what you've created, and uh, a lot of people who have been following us have been super impressed. So I'm excited to talk about that and to talk about The Wire, but first, uh, just tell us who you uh, are and yeah, what you do. So I'm, I'm Dan Metcalf, uh, a local uh, artist uh, designer, tattoo artist now from, uh, from Ottawa. So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, unfortunately with the pandemic can't, can't be doing what I would love to be doing, but still trying to pump out as much art as possible and, and, uh, and really enjoying doing the, uh, the portraits from, uh, some of my favorite characters from the wire. Yeah, well, they're so cool. Um, but the way that, uh, you and I got started on this was Dan and I used to work together and, I don't stop talking about The Wire like almost ever. And uh, it's so um, exciting when I come across someone who has also watched it and has the same level of love for the show that I do. So, Dan, when did you discover The Wire? And tell us a little bit about what got you into the show, what you like about it, and um, why you continue to go back and um, rewatch it. I think I'm pretty sure I started watching it when I was in university. So pff, like uh, 16, 17 years ago, um, I, I had sort of stumbled on it when I was hanging out with my friends and, and, and they were watching it and kind of, they were just saying like super, super great show, totally sort of slept on show. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I started watching it and, uh, I instantly sort of fell in love with it. Um, yeah. So, and then I, I just, I, I just, it's one of those shows that I feel like I can just sort of put on in the background and I just appreciate just even listening to it. Um, so yeah, it's one of those sort of go-tos just to have in the background while I, while I work on stuff. Well, I remember you telling me that this was um, a couple years ago, but you said that when you're painting, you have the wire on in the background and not just when you're painting these portraits of characters, but uh, it sounded to me like you do that when you're painting all sorts of things. And what is it um, that makes you do that? And uh, why why is that the show that you would choose well, I think, over I something mean, else? For me, I think the, the writing of it is, is so strong that it's something that I can just sort of listen to. Um, and there's just, there's episodes and there's parts of it that I just kind of like rewatching or, or even just sort of re-listening to again. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it, it uh, it's tough to say, but I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's one of those shows where I just feel like, I don't have to sit there and watch it. Like I've, I've already like watched it a few times over and then now just sort of being able to listen to it is just kind of like, uh, puts me at ease, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. So when you have the wire playing in the background while you're painting or doing other artistic work, do you watch it chronologically? Do you pick a random episode? Um, and 
what are your favorite episodes or seasons that you like to return it, to the it's most? It's kind of weird. Like I, I, I jump around. Like I, I, I rarely, I mean, the only like sort of chronological sense that I watch it in is that like if I put on a season, I'll watch that chronologically, I guess. But I, my go-tos are always two and three. Those are um, sort of my two favorite series um because the characters are already or episodes or seasons i should say because my character the characters are already sort of pretty pretty developed um so yeah those are always sort of the ones that i i tend to lean on and then every once in a while i'll i'll, I'll watch it from the beginning or i'll throw on season four or five is probably the the one i watched the least just i because i find it it's almost like the most sort of sad in, in my mind um i think Five is probably the one that everybody watches the least yeah. for a variety of reasons. Yeah, five is just like it's it's um, it really kind of like they're all, I mean they're all it's it's not a light show by any means, but I I found season five like sort of the heaviest and sort of the you know it, it, I mean because one of my favorite things about that show is that there's really no sort of happy endings to all of it. Like it's very real. It's not like oh my god, yeah, the cops solved everything and Baltimore saved. Like it's no, you know the Every, the, you know, it's the same sort of circle that keeps turning. Yeah. And we've talked about that on our podcast before, how other crime fiction shows wrap up a case in 43 minutes and the villain is uh, convicted or whatever is kind of the cliche. But I'm glad to hear you say that you rewatched <laughs> season two. Um, that's my personal favorite. I adore season two. And Dan, the very first painting that you did for me, I, I'm sure you remember, was I asked you to paint the union photo yes. of Frank Sabatka, the union photo that appeared on the re-elect Frank Sabatka yes. for secretary-treasurer. Um, and uh, tell me a little bit about what it was like doing the first wire portrait that uh, I asked you for. And... Uh, was it fun? Was it challenging? And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like? like Frank, Frank, I think like yourself is probably one of my favorite characters. Um, so it was, it was nice to, to, to have, get to do him sort of uh, at my first go. Um, it was very difficult because I remember the, the reference, uh, it was tough to find that picture. Cause I'm sure someone screenshotted it from the, one of the episodes, like it wasn't kind of the, you know, the main portrait of, of Frank. Um, but yeah, in terms of a process, I, I kind of go about it the, the sort of the same way that, that I do with most of my portraits and just sort of study the reference for a while, sort of figure out, you know, how, how I'm going to capture the skin tones and also sort of figure out how I can um, make sure that it's, it's, it's sort of true to the character. So his, his, um, was a little bit more sort of on the rougher side of, of what I would normally do, which I think I hope anyways would sort of uh, encapsulate um, his persona. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, well, you did a brilliant job. We've had so many comments on um, how, well you sort of captured that photo, which you're right. I have looked for that photo as well online and I had a really difficult time finding a like high res enough version or a large enough version because I did an iron transfer recreation of the shirt with the relaxed nice. Frank Sabaka like 
post on it. So um, yeah, it's, uh, it took me a while as well. But since that, you've done you've done six portraits in total uh, for me about The Wire. So we have Frank Sabatka, Prez Belusky. Yeah. You did Omar, which was a gift that I gave to my sister and her husband for their wedding. And then most recently, uh, just over the last two months, um, you did a series of three for me, which was Ziggy, Brother Muzone, yeah. and Gus. So I'm curious to hear a little bit about... Um, what it was like tackling three at once. And did you go back, especially with season five that you watched the least, did you go back and rewatch some of that to get a real good sense of Gus as a character? Yeah, for sure. I, actually, there? I tried to watch sort of, as I was working on Ziggy, I watched season two. I know Brother Muzone's in season two, but I, I, I feel his most important role was kind of in season three. So I watched season three and then... Um, yeah, then I threw on season five for uh, for Gus because that's kind of the only one he, that he's in. Um, yeah, it, it was. Uh, I think out of the three of them, I'd, I'd say that Ziggy was probably my favorite, just because I I, I really liked um, his role as well. Um, Brother Mozone, I, I really like as well. Like all all of them, I really like, but I think uh, Ziggy would probably have to be my favorite. Um, and just sort of that that picture of him where he's like kind of at at his end um and just sort of you know him, him like because he in the, sh- in the you know leading up to that he kind of sort of portrays himself as you know invincible and and and, and flashy and then that's kind of like the, the 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 part where he's just completely like broken um so yeah it's um it's such a harrowing scene and it's um when he's about to go to prison for uh having shot del g and he's talking to frank and um we'll on our instagram and our twitter account we'll reshare the portrait that you did so people can get a sense of what we're talking about but the ziggy portrait was a little different from the others that you've done for me which are kind of more a neutral expression but ziggy in that scene has so much emotion and uh, you captured it really well. What is the challenge of trying to paint that much emotion or like capture that when you're um, creating a facial expression? Or maybe I mean, it's not different at all. I, I don't know. I'm not. The, the, I'm not the, the tricky thing with me. all this stuff with portraits is really just getting it right. Um, and there's, t- I'd say almost, almost every one of my portraits that I've ever done, there's always like this moment where I'm second guessing myself. Um, so with his, it, it just, it's, it's, it was really just a matter of like really getting those sort of darks in his eyes that, you know, cause the, 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 just sort of the, I don't know, the, the emotion that, that he's portraying and that, um, it, it, that one had a bit more weight to it because, you don't want to mess that one up, right? Like it, it, it's such a pivotal scene and he does such an yeah. incredible job of it that like that one was kind of the one that I was, I wanted, like, that's why I did that one first. Cause I wanted to get it out of the way. It being sort of the, the most difficult one. Um, yeah. So it's, it, and, and with, with, yes. with all the portraits, it's just like, you know, the, the biggest fear is that, especially with people that you, that people recognize is that you're going to, you're not going to do it justice and you'll have to like sort of explain to them who it is. Um, 
So that's always that's always sort mm, of my, yeah. my biggest worrying part. But yeah, like that the Ziggy one was even more difficult just because I rarely paint people, you know, in in tears, right? Like most of the people that I paint are um, you know, sort of like you said, a, a more of a, a neutral look or, you know, like, you know, they're, they're posing. So they're, they're smiling or it's, you know, it's, it's sort of your, your average sort of just regular portrait. Um, so with that one, it was, it, I think it might've been the first time I've actually painted somebody in tears. So that one, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was challenging, but that's, that's kind of the, the fun part of it. Well, it's great fun for me as well um, to be, um, working well, not with you, but uh, I did choose those characters, and uh, I I struggled really to narrow it down to the characters that I want. I mean, I could go on and on and on <laughs> commissioning portraits from you because you do such an amazing job, and and I love them. But tell me if you could choose characters from The Wire. It doesn't have to be your favorite character, <laughs> and you've already done Frank. But who do you want to? Be? If, uh, if you can well, tell me. Well, it's, it's kind of funny. I always, I, whenever you uh, commission me to do stuff, I'm always sort of surprised because um, I'm always like, oh, it's going to be this person. And then, you know, it's like, oh, Prez. I was like, oh, okay, Prez Waluski. All right. That, sure. All right. I'll do that one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, like, it's so hard to land. And I think that's like one of the beauty, uh, beauty of the writing is that it's so hard to land on like a favorite character. Like all of them have such interesting um stories to them i think uh if i had maybe if i had to choose like top three i'd say like i think prop joe would have to be up there um maybe um butchie um and i don't know i i I always kind of want to lean towards mcnulty for one reason or another (laughs) just i feel like he 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 should be he should be one of the people that gets recognized yeah, fair enough. It's funny because you just said that you're surprised at the ones I pick. I'm surprised at the ones you pick because Prop Joe and Butchie, like, they're incredible characters, but they're not the first ones that would come to mind necessarily. Although you probably thought the same when I chose yeah, Gus no, from totally. season five. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't really know why I did that other than I love Gus because he's just the symbol of integrity and he is so true to his own values and I like lately I've been um kind of re-watching season five as well just to enjoy the Gus moments um even though season five is one of the ones that I I re-watch the least as well but um who are your like favorite characters not for necessarily your favorite as they're portrayed but who who would you say is good in the wire like holy good i would put gus in the holy yeah i'd put him in there i'd put um oh what's his name uh the uh oh my god i feel i feel so stupid not remembering his name um the uh like the the season three the uh, pastor Deacon, oh, Deacon, he's yeah, just Deacon. The Deacon. Um, I'd say I th- I'd have to throw him up there. Um, also, uh, also from season three and four, I guess, or season four, season three and four would be. Um, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank again. The boxer, Cuddy, Cuddy from the cut. Cuddy. Um, him, 
Um, I, I always liked Avon. <laughs> For one reason or another, I always, yeah. I always kind of liked Avon. Um, um, Kima? Yeah, now, shoulder... I, I like Pardon? Avon too. I like I was going to say Kima because she kind of, I, I really liked how they always kind of made her like that whole sort of natural police um, vibe, you know, when she was shot and, you know, they're giving her the heavy finger on, on who the two shooters were. And she said, you know, I only saw this guy and, you know, we, if we're going to solve this case, we got to solve it. And then, you know, in season five, how she like essentially kind of uh, snitched on, on McNulty's sort of big, big scam. Um, I always kind of thought that they, they did a good job of, of sort of showing her uh, moral sort of compass. Yeah. In an organization where there is a lot of um, corruption and and that's one of the major commentaries of the show, of course. Um, So good choices. I'm curious to hear about, because you're an artist, Dan, and so you have a lot of um, knowledge of um, the way that visuals can compel someone into a scene or, or reflect the themes of an episode or a season. So can you tell me a little bit about the cinematography or some of the visuals that the wire uses that have caught your attention and and what you think is done well i think what they really do well is um i don't there's no sort of like jazz or fluff with how they shoot it like i I, like there's no real like you know there's no big like chase scenes or there's no real crazy action and it's just it, it can, the the one thing that I tell everybody about it is it's just so truthful like it's it's so brutally honest and i think that is is they, i think they capture that in the shooting of it as well like they don't really try to sort of in my opinion anyways try to sort of like have an artistic spin on it it's just like sort of and it's not like they don't even make it they don't make it gritty they don't make it um like a time sort of piece or anything it's just like just the way that it's it's shot i think is 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 plain but not in a bad way i think it 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 uh echoes sort of how it's written i agree and i'm glad to hear you say that they don't try to make it gritty like they don't desaturate the colors to reflect the bleakness or anything like that and, um, Dan, I did, watch did you Breaking watch Bad. Breaking Bad? Did you watch Breaking okay. Bad? I I watched two seasons and I quit and I, I hate Breaking Bad and people are probably <laughs> sick of hearing me talk about it. But Breaking Bad, I think, is an example of a show where they um, conspicuously try to have that artistic spin and they are clumsy with it. You know, the way the sister always wears purple and... Um, the uh, spilling of the oranges as twice, in fact, as an homage to the Godfather, like as if people didn't get it the first time, you know, they, they beat you over the head with it. And as a viewer, I get annoyed with that technique because it, it seems like when people rely on that, it's like, Oh, look how clever I am. I can use color symbolism and, and um, that's just my take on it, my very 
aggressive dislike Breaking Bad. But I know that you watched it. You seem to like Breaking Bad well enough, not as good as Wire. But can you maybe compare and contrast that a little bit? Like you said, the Wire shoots with a lot of realism. And what would you say about um, Breaking yeah, Bad? Yeah, well, style? I have to. I, I agree with uh, sort of how you um, how you just mentioned. You know, Breaking Bad being shot. I find Breaking Bad was like a little bit more like cliffhangery. Um, you know, it, at the end of an episode, you're like, oh my god, okay, well, now I want to throw on the next one. Um, and it, more of, I think it had more of like the surprise element, I guess, to it in that sense. Um, I found. And not that the wire wasn't like that, but I, I kind of found with the wire, I was just just generally interested in what was coming up next. Whereas Breaking Bad, I felt like I had to watch it. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but um, yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. They hook you in by like, inducing anxiety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I totally but, agree with that. Um, and I think too, like um, in, in defense of Breaking Bad. Um, it's so much, much, it's so much more of an outlandish story. Um, so I, I feel like, you know, the, yeah, exactly. The, I mean, like the, fit, the characters right? are, are sort of, um, more unique, I guess, in a sense, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's kind of like these mythical people as opposed to real life, um, kind of stuff. Um, you know, they're sort of like the, I don't know what, what you would assume uh, someone to be as opposed to the wire where it's like, no, this is how it is. Yeah. Not trying to distort the reality in any way, which I think breaking that does distort. Yeah. I find like, I mean, a large degree. you know, I like, but- I feel with the wire, you could watch it and learn something. Whereas breaking bad's kind of, you know, entertainment. Oh, that is a great way to put it. Thank you, Dan, for articulating this burning thought I, that I couldn't quite put my finger on what I really meant. But Dan, I'm glad you mentioned the element of surprise in Breaking Bad, because I found that The Wire, sometimes the realism was the surprise. So um, I'm thinking specifically of season two when D'Angelo dies. And I didn't see that coming because... I had come from watching network TV where nobody dies unless it's like the end of the season cliffhanger. And I kept waiting for D'Angelo to kind of like throw an elbow back and and survive. And uh, it was continuously devastating throughout all five seasons to see these amazing characters uh, meet a tragic fate. I mean, Frank Sabatka, Bodie Stringer, like there's so many. So can you tell me a little bit about what your experience was like when these characters die, starting with D'Angelo um, or even Wallace for that matter? So how did yeah, that well, affect well, it's you? It's funny because like season one is like, I think one of the better seasons and I, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I rarely go back to it. And, and I don't know if it was because of like, like maybe Wallace dying was like almost like triggering to me or something. Um, cause yeah, it's like, it, it was, it was brutally sad because, you know, here's this kid that's just like stuck in this, you know, sort of system. Um, I don't even know if system's the right word for it, but like, you know, um, and you know, he's, he's got like brothers and sisters that he's taking care of and, 
um, you know, he was put in this terrible situation where he, you know, witnessed some, you know, brutally violent things and, you know, um, tries to do his best to get out of that situation. And then his, you know, having your, like being killed by your best friends, like, you know, it, 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 like, it's, it's one of the most tragic things I think that, that I've seen on, on, on TV. Yeah, it is. And then we, or I anyway, dislike Bodhi in that moment. But then by season four, my heart is breaking for Bodhi. So it kind of, um, I find that your relationship with characters or your opinion of certain characters can really change dramatically over the course yeah, of the Yeah, and I mean, show. like... I, I, I like with Bodhi, especially like I personally didn't hate him for that. Like it, it was kind of just like, in my opinion, sort of Bodhi is like one of the people that's just like a survivor. And you know what I mean? And it's a, he was, he was put a in a soldier. sink or swim Bodhi's situation and kind of just, you know, did the, what he had sort of to do, um, you know, to, to sort of move up in the game or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Like, um, so I, that's why it was kind of like tragic on, on, on both ends. Um, and I think when they, when they did that, yeah, they, that's, you know, that's... like when, when Pooh's kind of just like, just do it already. You know what I mean? Like he didn't like, like, you know, I, I couldn't imagine what that would, what that would have to what would be going through your head if you had to be put in that situation. Yeah, you're right. And um, yeah, I like the fact that you can't really condemn anyone entirely other than (laughs) Scott Templeton, (laughs) definitely, probably Colicchio. Um, There are a few that I just kind of really Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, and I think the show needs that too, right? Like you've got, you can't root for everybody. You got to have your characters that you hate. Like I, I still can't, stand marlo but um i I really like chris (laughs) chris parlo yeah so it's it's, i mean it's weird you know like i I, i've never i think that's probably why i watched season four and five the least is because whatever it was like i just i couldn't i didn't like marlo i didn't really yeah okay (laughs) i don't like him either um Dan, I, so I love the watercolor yep. portraits. Yes. It's yes, watercolor, all, right? I'm, watercolor. I'm sorry if I'm like, okay. I wasn't sure if you mixed anything else in there, but um, the watercolor portraits you've done for me are beautiful. I love them. Have you done any other art around or related to the wire uh, for anyone else um, or anything that you've done um, even just for yourself? No. There, I, I remember when I, when I was when I was in when I was watching the series, like when I, when I first first watched it, um, I, my friend that sort of introduced me to it, we were sort of talking about um, doing a bunch of T-shirts from with like just sayings um, from the wire, and maybe like a portrait, sort of like you know something Prop Joe would have said, so a portrait of Prop Joe, and then and then the text kind of thing, but it. actually now that you mention it i remember when you and i first started talking about the wire 
you said that you had planned to just get like a, a yellow t-shirt and put the Orlando's logo on the t-shirt. And yeah, I thought there was, that was like little things like that, that were kind of like these sort of hints to people that would watch it, but it's, <laughs> we kind of settled on the fact that we like, we were like, well, we love the show, but do we know anyone else that would buy this? And sort of the, the monetary aspect of it was kind of the failing part where we we're just like, Oh, we can't make money off this. Let's not bother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, good yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I can know one person will buy a shirt. Um yes, and uh it's kind of funny because now I have all these portraits hung in my home, not to mention some of the other wire art that I have, um like uh our wire monopoly board and my recreation of the if animal yeah, trap door. Like- um so like when people walk into my house, they're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I definitely—it's—it's—it's it's, it's one of those things where I like, and like I said, like I don't know, like I think it, like it's just a slept-on series that I don't think enough people got into. And when you find somebody else that enjoys it as much as yourself, you just have this like aha moment where like, oh my god, like I can I can sit and talk to you for hours and pick your brain on stuff. So, yeah. Yes, I completely agree. This is uh, why I wanted to have you on the podcast. And um, Dan, I just want you to let everyone know. So I already, because I I tweeted that you were going to be a guest on our podcast and um, shared a couple images of your portraits. Um, You're getting a lot of um, compliments. I know you're not on Twitter, but you are getting a lot of compliments. And someone asked uh, if they're for sale. So are you open to the idea of being contacted for? 100%. Yeah, no, I'm work? always uh, I'm always looking for for new sort of challenges to to do. So yeah, like I, I always appreciate that. You know, when I when I give you stuff, you 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 post it and you post my information and um, yeah. So one hundred percent. Okay, wonderful. Well, you <laughs> heard it, everyone. Uh, Dan is uh, happy to hear from you if you were impressed by the work that he did for me. If um, you're interested in getting a a different portrait from someone from The Wire, or I mean, even just anything unrelated to The Wire art-wise, Dan, you're so talented, um, you could take on any sort of project. I know that. Um, Yeah, so just tell everyone how they can get in touch with you. Do you have a, I know you have uh, Instagram and and, uh, Yeah, so my Instagram is uh, the higher ups, all one word. Um, You can shoot me a message there. my uh, sort of design related uh, website is danmetcalfdesign.com. There's a contact page there that they can reach out to me. Um, Yeah. Those are sort of the two, two ways that uh, sort of people have been reaching out to me, um, you know, that don't have like. Excellent. Well, we'll, we'll put all of that information um, into our show notes and and on our accounts as well for people to reference. Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up there, Dan, because otherwise I know you and I could just go on and on. Um, But I'm so glad you joined me and um, looking forward to our next wire related project. I'm sure there will be another one. Before before you go, I have one question for you, though. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I didn't even let you ask me any questions, Dan. Who would be your least favorite character? Scott Templeton. Scott Templeton. I have to say that as a writer, as a journalist, um, I just, 
despise him because I know the work that goes into journalism, into writing, um, and I've been in that environment myself, and he is just vile. Okay. You should, someone should buy you a, a little journal that just says but it's in my notes. Have, you guys have some humorous moments. Someone should get you a little journal that just What's says that? it's in my notes. <laughs> it's in my notes. Oh my God, Dan, yes, please make me a journal with that on the cover. I All would right. love that. And I'm going to start thinking Perfect. about the next portrait I'll, I want. I'll know that I don't have to worry about him. <laughs> okay, thanks, Dan. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. We will see you next time way down in the hole.